Happy Monday, everybody, and welcome to episode 78 of the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. Every Monday, this podcast covers new game releases, the previous week's gaming news, and we all learn an Xbox-related fun fact together. The show is on YouTube and podcast services around the world, so please subscribe in your favorite and leave a review. Xboxin10.com, no numbers, is your quick source for links to all of our podcast destinations and social media profiles, which you can follow at Xboxin10. To start, let's talk game releases. The big game out last week was Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate, and the games coming out this week include Out of Space Couch Edition, My Anne is a Witch, BFF or Die, Tawoga Among Shadows, and Strike Force 2 Terrorist Hunt. Now to last week's biggest news stories, and we have 8 to cover this week. Number 1. Halo Infinite high-level update coming soon, but not at the Game Awards. Matt Kim at IGN writes, A big Halo Infinite community update is in the works, but there are currently no plans for the game to be at the Video Game Awards 343 Industries confirmed. In the weekly discussion thread on the Halo subreddit, 343 Industries Community Director Brian Gerard stopped by to share that plans for a community update are in the works, but not in time for the Video Game Awards. Quote, full disclosure, we don't have anything planned for the VGAs, but are hoping to offer at least a high-level update within the next few weeks so we can kind of restart this journey together after the holidays, end quote, Gerard writes. Quote, putting together something like a demo or a big beat for the VGAs is an enormous amount of work and would cause challenges with the current milestones for the holidays, end quote, Gerard added. Pleasantly, Gerard says 343 is still going through the huge cascade of implications and ramifications that appeared after the studio announced it will delay Halo Infinite to 2021. The new Master Chief Adventure was supposed to be a launch title for the Xbox Series X, but the developers felt it required more time to get it right. Now that the Series X is finally launched, and it obviously has a huge gaping hole with Halo Infinite not being there. There's no big exclusive to play, there's no must-play game which Halo Infinite would have been. Now that we're past launch, just take all the time you need to get this right, don't show us until you're ready, and it needs to look good and impress people. Halo needs to come back in a big way, and hopefully it's sooner than later in 2021. Number 2. Xbox console-exclusive Crossfire X has been delayed to 2021. Igor Bonifastis at Engadget writes, Microsoft's already thin Xbox Series X and Series S launch lineup has suffered another casualty. Crossfire X, the upcoming competitive first-person shooter for Xbox One, Xbox Series S and S and PC, will miss its originally planned 2020 release date. It will now instead come out sometime next year. Developer Smilegate blamed the coronavirus pandemic, what else, for the delay. Quote, after much deliberation and in consideration of the challenges faced by the Smilegate development team due to COVID-19, we have made a difficult decision to delay the release of Crossfire X to 2021, the studio said. Moving our release will allow us to deliver the Crossfire experience on console our team has set out to create, end quote. The delay also means people have to wait to play the game's single-player component, which Control Developer Remedy Entertainment is working on. Either way, this is a setback for Microsoft. Crossfire X is one of the few exclusives that the Series X and S owners could look forward to playing in 2020 after Microsoft pushed Halo Infinite to 2021, and Studio Bloober team delayed the medium to avoid sharing a release date with Cyberpunk 2077. With Microsoft's recent ZeniMax Media acquisition, the Xbox Series X and S will be fine ultimately, but the start of the generation is going to be tough. As is my common theme with this show, delays are never a bad thing, release a good game right the first time, but man does this suck for us Xbox gamers. One of the big console exclusives we had looking forward to in 2020, now delayed to 2021 with Halo Infinite. Number 3. Microsoft wants Bethesda games first or better or best on Xbox. Matt Kim at IGN writes, Xbox's plans for its big Bethesda acquisition are starting to take shape as the company reveals that, as far as cross-platform is concerned, Bethesda games will be first, or better, or best on Xbox consoles when they are released. Microsoft continues to field questions about the future of Bethesda and Bethesda games on other platforms after its blockbuster acquisition of ZeniMax. Xbox CFO Tim Stewart spoke at the Jefferies Interactive Entertainment Virtual Conference last week 
As transcribed by Seeking Alpha, I gave more details about the company's plans for the Bethesda and ZeniMax games and cross-platform. Quote, what we'll do in the long run is we don't have intentions of just pulling all of the Bethesda content out of Sony or Nintendo or otherwise, end quote, Stewart says. Quote, but what we want is we want that content in the long run to be either first or better or best or pick your differentiated experiences on our platforms. We will want Bethesda content to show up as the best on our platforms, end quote. Stewart was clear that his statements aren't meant to announce pulling content from other platforms, but says that audiences will see Xbox continue to see us shift towards a first or better or best approach on our platforms. He also mentioned how this strategy will help Xbox's prized Game Pass program going forward. Quote, if you think about something like Game Pass, if it shows up best in Game Pass, that's what we want to see, and we want to drive our Game Pass subscriber base through the Bethesda pipeline, end quote, Stewart adds. Now this is just more word salad on top of the constant debate of whether or not Bethesda games will be truly exclusive to Xbox platforms, console and PC, and not appear on PS5. This does lean the argument more towards those games appearing on Sony platforms in the future, but again, they won't have to address this immediately with a game release until Starfield, which you can't even imagine at this point won't be until 2022. Number 4. Rockstar teases GTA Online expansion that will add to games map. Zach Zwiezen at Kotaku writes, Today, Rockstar Games revealed the first look at a new map expansion for Grand Theft Auto Online that will be out later this year. This will be the first new major map expansion for GTA Online since the game's release in 2013. In a short video teaser, Rockstar showcased new locations that aren't currently in GTA Online and which appear to be located on a yet-to-be-added island. The video makes multiple references to El Rubio, which could be the name of the expansion island. This map expansion was first teased by Rockstar back in July, with the company saying the biggest ever update for GTA Online was coming later this year. Since then, Rockstar has been pretty quiet about what the update would be, but it seems a new map expansion is coming. This is something that had been rumored for some time now. For those interested, go check out the little teaser video. I know there are millions and millions of players on GTA Online, so this is very exciting for you. Number 5. Marvel's Avengers Kate Bishop DLC release date finally revealed, Clint Barton coming in 2021. Joe Scrubbles at IGN writes, Kate Bishop will arrive in Marvel's Avengers on December 8th, and the other Hawkeye Clint Barton will arrive in early 2021. Next-gen versions of the game will arrive in early 2021. After a delay in October, Kate Bishop will come to the game as part of a new campaign operation, Taking Aim. All of the new content will be added for free. Quote, Kate is searching for her former mentor, Hawkeye, reads the official blurb, but along the way she discovers a conspiracy involving Nick Fury, time travel, and a frightening new enemy, end quote. Gameplay of Kate shows her using both ranged bow attacks, melee finishers with a sword, and being able to teleport short distances using quantum tech stolen from AIM. As you'd hope from a Hawkeye, Kate comes with multiple arrow types, razor, scatter, explosive, and smoke screen. She can also create a distracting decoy hologram, use a warped arrow to teleport, and can use her ultimate to fire quantum and parrowed arrows. If there are any of you out there that are actually enjoying Marvel's Avengers, this is good news for you. Another new story that was not added to the main show that came out over the last week and a half was that Square Enix roughly lost an estimated 48 million on Marvel's Avengers. I am the prime target audience for this game and it did nothing for me to interest me. I think I'm going to check it out with the next gen upgrades after they continue to patch and update some fixes. And I'm interested in the story, but don't really see this as a games of service for me. Number 6. Xbox console exclusive Adventure Call of the Sea sets sail next month. Eric Van Allen at US Gamer writes, a new narrative adventure is charting a course for the Xbox and PC in December. Call of the Sea, a puzzle adventure game from developer Out of the Blue, launches on Xbox Series X and S, Xbox One, and PC on December 8, 2020. The story of Call of the Sea is set in 1934 as the main character Nora searches for her missing husband. 
The trail of his expedition leads her to a paradised island filled with ancient ruins and Nora will have to put together the pieces to find out what really happened, possibly discovering something about herself along the way. Call of the Sea fills an interesting gap in the current launch lineup. Xbox has had a handful of next-gen console exclusives like Yakuza Like a Dragon, which is on PS4, but won't come to PS5 until next March. Another platform grab for Microsoft is a good thing. I'm certainly interested in this game, it has a very unique and beautiful art style, and I love little story-based games. The bonus perk, obviously, is this is coming to Xbox Game Pass, so the barrier to entry is very minimal. These console exclusives are much needed for Xbox, so hopefully this is a good one. Number 7, Annapurna's 12 minutes, last stop, and the artful escape delayed into 2021. Jordan Alleman at IGN writes, Outer Worlds and Sayonara Wild Hearts publisher Annapurna Interactive has confirmed that three of its planned 2020 games have slipped into 2021. The Artful Escape 12 minutes and last stop will now launch in 2021 instead of the broad 2020 release window that was initially planned. The publisher revealed that news on Twitter explaining that the developers are just refining the games as we speak. Quote, we're looking at 2021 now as things get closer to getting ready. The tweet reads, they've all come together throughout the year and it's pretty much polishing at this point, end quote. I wanted to put this in there as I'm deeply disappointed because 12 minutes looks awesome. Please, if you have not checked out the trailer for this, do so. This game includes James McFoy, Daisy Ridley, and William Defoe as voice actors. I will say no more. And number 8, Microsoft and Apple working on Xbox Series X controller support for iPhones and iPads. Tom Warren at The Verge writes, Microsoft and Apple are working closely together so that the new Xbox Series X and S controllers will work on iPhones and iPads. Currently, the new controllers are not officially supported in the iOS or iPad iOS, but Apple says Microsoft and Apple are working together to bring compatibility for the Series X controller to customers in a future update. This isn't the first time the two companies have had to work on improving Xbox controller support. Apple worked with Microsoft to add support for the Xbox Elite Series 2 controller and the Xbox Adaptive Controller to iOS 14 earlier this year. The support debuted nearly a year after the Elite 2's release though. I wanted to include this story as an awareness check out there to anyone enjoying Remote Play or xCloud on their phones. Since I have the Series 2 Elite controller, I was planning on using my Series X controller as the default one for Game Pass and xCloud when I'm using my phone. As always, we end our show with a fun fact about Xbox, and this one is about Xbox and this Black Friday starting now. This is in no way an ad, just an awareness that Xbox is offering crazy Black Friday deals on a ton of digital games. There are over 700 games discounted, but the biggest one that caught my eye is Control Ultimate Edition at $20, which includes a Series X and S optimized version coming in 2021. Go check out the list of games, now is a perfect time to buy some games discounted since there's really no true next-gen launch titles to play on our new consoles. Thank you all for listening to the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. If you like the show, please subscribe to your favorite podcast service, share it with your friends, leave a review, and follow on all social media at Xbox in 10. This past week, I've gone hard into Destiny 2. With my raid planned for tomorrow, I am recording this on Friday. Can't wait to get there day one and try the raid. I've also played a little more Tetris Effect Connected and Tony Prox Pro Creator Remake. I got my PS5 this week too, and I just completed 100%ing Miles Morales. What an amazing game, and I really wish Xbox could have exclusives like this, and I think they will in the future, which is very bright for the years to come. My name is Brandon Rosa. You can follow me on Xbox at Broza93. I hope you all have a great week, and keep on gaming.